Fine by me. It's fine by me. All right. Is this 26 now? Holy crap. This forever. It's fine by me. You know that song? I do, but like. Andy Grammer? Yes. Thank you. I know the song. I know the tune. Okay. Should I just use that as the intro? As. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to the episode, folks. Andy Grammer kind of low key, though. Low key makes some bops every now and then. Low key. Like, honey, I'm good. Yes, but also Loki on our work playlist way too much, and I kind of want to punch his sorry face. <laughs> oh, he's perfect for that. Like, uh, you're in. We work at a Marshalls, don't you? I do. It's very oh, fitting. All the forty-year-old moms <laughs> getting turned up to Andy Grammer, and I'm just like, Rebecca, I've heard this song twenty times this shift. Okay, if I hear Andy Grammer's stupid voice for thirty more seconds, I'm handing in my two weeks and I'm running away. Like, like fresh eyes, fresh eyes is a bop. I don't even know fresh? the names of them. I just I, there are some songs that I've just heard too many times at that place. Oh my Did gosh, what an what an interesting, what an interesting store I work at. I actually really like Marshalls. I don't know. They're probably. I mean, I would imagine that they're probably pretty similar. Like Canada. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I don't yeah. think they would be that different. Yeah, but it's I, the same. I actually. I used to get a lot of clothes there. I like going in the gourmet. Like they, they have that like small. Do they have a small food aisle at yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like going down there and occasionally buying some like bougie uh, <laughs> jelly beans or something like that. I got some uh, blueberry 63. maple. <laughs> I got some blueberry. <laughs> I got some blueberry maple syrup there one time from that aisle, and bro, it was really good. I got I got one of my favorite shirts from Marshalls too. It's just sitting um, behind me, that nice light blue stripe. But anyway, I guess we already introed this episode. So yeah, let's this, actually... this has been me and Jaren talking. So <laughs> <laughs> about Marshalls and Andy Grammer. Welcome everyone to episode twenty six of the Waves on the Shore podcast. There is now officially an episode of Waves on the Shore for each letter in the English alphabet. Isn't that cool? That is just so cool. Um Episode 26, welcome to it. Uh, <laughs> Jaren's just staring at me like an idiot. Um, we got some music to talk about. We got some music we're going to bring. Uh, we got some games we're going to play. It's the usual episode. You know how it goes. We've got uh, three albums today to talk about. And then the standard, what are we listening to and who the frick. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean... I got nothing. I got, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I'm very busy. Actually, I do got something. Yeah, let's. I got it. something real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get to the uh, the Jimmy Allen album, um, <clears throat> spoiler alert: it's not good. Uh, <laughs> I say that having listened to two of the songs. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, but really quickly, I want to talk about basketball real quick. Yeah, just kind of throwing a, just throwing like a little, ooh, kind of throw a bone to my boy Kaysen. I think that's how I say his name. He messages us on Instagram occasionally. He likes it when we talk about sports. Um, It's free agency in the NBA. And free agency has come to a standstill because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn both kind of want trades. Do you have any idea who those people are? Oh, yeah. You do? Okay. I just want to... I don't know how like how deep your toes I have in. A, I have a working knowledge of the big stars in basketball. Okay. All right. All right. So 
KD requested a trade. I don't think Kyrie officially, like, formally requested a trade. But because... And it's so weird because, like, KD waited until after Kyrie... Because there was this, like, oh, is Kyrie gonna resign? Is he gonna retire? Is he gonna, like, oh, what's he gonna do? And then he was, like, he opted into his player option for one more year with Brooklyn. And then the next day, KD says, I... I'm out. And it's like, okay. And so now we don't know what's going on. And the reason I'm upset is because I want the Pacers to make some moves. But no teams are making moves because they're waiting until KD – they're waiting to see what happens with KD and Kyrie before anything else happens. And I yeah. – and and so now we're just kind of like in this limbo of nothing's happening except for like a stupid Rudy Gobert Timberwolves trade. It's just, I'm not even going to get into that, but they traded five <laughs> players and four first round picks. I guess I'm getting into it now, actually. You know what? I literally <laughs> just said I wasn't, but now I am. They traded five players and four first round picks for Rudy Gobert, who can't create offense on his own and is getting paid more than $200 million over four years. What the crap is that? You already have an all-star supermax center in Carl Anthony Towns, and I don't even, I don't, somehow if this ends up working... Good for them, I guess, but you traded away so much crap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm done, I guess. I just I had to rant. I, it, though. I just I had it. to rant a little bit. Even I if I'm not rant. a basketball guy. I'm should be. Uh mm. I used Bruh. to play basketball when I was a kid. I was a I was a point guard on the elementary. You used to have good taste team. then. I it used to be a big deal in like grade six and then I grew up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bruh. 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 Uh, no, I, and he's gone. No, I, I, I just stick with my hockey. I mean, the Colorado Avalanche put more dents in the Stanley Cup than the freaking smash derby of cars. But um, that's all the sports I thought about I committing have. to that bit and walking away. <laughs> However, um, that, that was very entertaining, though. I, I do love when you get into it with your basketball. Good. Um, well, you know what else was not entertaining? Well, I guess it was a little entertaining. Are we? Are you transitioning into the music? I'm transitioning into the Jimmy Allen. Album. Can I make uh, one quick thing before we get into the Jimmy Allen? Album? All right, way to so, go. So yeah, no, I just want to say this for listeners. I have good news. Um, when I get so on Thursday, which so when you're listening to this, I am in a cottage with no Wi-Fi for a week with the boys. Okay. Where we're packing the bags. <laughs> Sorry, as the way you said with, with the boys. Well, that, that's I don't who know. it's with. With the boys. The boys are packing it up and we're heading to the cottage. Uh, however, when I get back, I am excited because the content is back. The grind is back. I will have this beautiful thing called time. I know. It's insane. Uh, I every time I swear, every time I thought you say that a lot. I will say this: you say that I, a lot. You're like, I'll no. have time, and then I, and then no, and then I, and then the is time is there. Evan. The time is not there. <laughs> every time I've said that, something's come along, something's happened. When I get back from the cottage, I don't have it. I'm chilling. I mean, I got a few shifts at Marshalls, but content's coming back. Okay, fear not. Don't worry. Me and Jaron have something that's going to go up as well around that time, which is going to be exciting. Yeah, hopefully. Um, it, it will go up around that time. I know. I sound, I sound like a broken record, but take my word for it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hold him to it, folks. Hold him to it, folks. Hold me to it. Hold me to it. Watch. I'm going to catch up like crazy. I got all these Watch. reviews Watch, that are like three quarters done. I just need it. Yeah. Look. 
Watch. Watch. <laughs> Anywho, I just, I haven't died. But kind of sounded like Owen Wilson a little bit there. <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is. No. Nope. Do you know who that is? It's nope. like, okay, have you, wait, wait, wait. Have you seen Cars? Like, yes. Oh, okay. So uh, in Cars, he voices Lightning McQueen. Like he goes, oh, okay. wow, wow. Like, you no. know, wow. Just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I sound like a broken record. But it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. And Owen Wilson. Um, yeah. That's, I just wanted to say, I even though you look at my channel and it's like, wow, it has died. There are three videos in the last 50 days. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassing. I haven't this died. Town, this town is a ghost town. It is a ghost town, but we're, we're going we're gonna to tidy it up. Anyways, uh, I just want to say that we can now move into the music. We got three albums we are going to talk about today. The first of which, as Jaren said, is the Jimmy Allen album. And me and Jaren are going to do our most in-depth analysis, despite the fact <laughs> that combined, we have listened to half of the album. <laughs> no, I don't even think... Well, Actually, many, just on Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I was going to say it's not even half. because I've listened to, to six, six songs. songs and I'm pretty sure I listened to two. to two. Maybe two and a half. I might have listened to half of the Ooh. third track. Um, Getting fancy. But so... so Let's let's not even let's not even talk about the music yet, okay? There's a few things we need to address with the Jimmy Allen album. And one thing I said before is it's hard to go into a Jimmy Allen album because to not have bias is to just not listen to it. Because it's impossible for me to go into a Jimmy Allen album open minded, especially when you look at the album cover. Right away, it looks like he's staring like into your soul, just peeping through your window saying, Hey, what's going on? Hey, listen to Tulip Drive. Hey, hey, would you mind? Would you mind listening to my new album? I I see you're not doing anything right now because I'm (laughs) creeping through your window. I noticed you're just sitting there. Would Would you like to check out my brand new album? There's also something about the art itself that I can't get behind. It's the it it has the same kind of vibe as uh, another album we're gonna talk today. (laughs) Um, Where it's still although more than half of his face, it's about like. Like, Luke is creeping around the corner of a wall. Jimmy's peeping through your window. They're both looking very creepy. I don't, yeah, I don't so like either of the album covers. It's like five sixths of his. No, I don't even. It's like most of his face, but not all of it. Nothing like is the, centered or anything. It's just. It's gross. This better not become a trend. These really bad, artsy album covers with people parts of people's faces the thing is they're almost like there's potential for them to be really good like i really like the flower i like everything i like the flower and i like the font of the of the of the title of the album i'm gonna be honest i I don't i don't like it the flowers and everything it just looks like a children's book i'm just trying to look at it like if his face wasn't plastered i guess you're right it does kind of remind me of a children's book uh it's like a bedtime story like okay tonight we're maybe if there was like a I'm just trying to imagine it. Maybe if it had like a white border and tulip drives okay. like top left. I like that and then, better. And then and then flowers. Like some nice I like contrast. That. I the like white that. contrast. And then get rid, get rid of get rid of the face. face. Get rid yeah, of the face. Of it's face. nothing against Jimmy's face. It's just when you're posing yeah. like that, when you're looking into the camera like that, we have a problem. Now my yeah, second Jim, Jimmy, you're making me feel like I'm I feel like I'm being objectified. You know, know like Jimmy looking at me like, you know, some type of way. And I don't don't know about the the other thing I (laughs) I noticed before I even clicked on like before I even listened to the album. I don't know if Spotify has this. Apple Music has descriptions on some of the albums. If it's like a bigger artist, they'll get their own description. And I couldn't help. 
I read part of it and I'm going to read part of it out because I couldn't help sitting there reading this just being like, what? So here's how it goes. Jimmy Allen has never been an artist concerned with strictly adhering to a particular genre. We know. Uh, <laughs> like freaking T-Pain and CeeLo Green are on a song about Mexican Bro, currency. I, I, real quick, now that you mentioned that, I just I just looked at the rest of the track list and Jennifer Lopez is on one of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to that one? No. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. You know, just because it's piqued my interest. But anyway, continue. continue. The, stream, the streams are so low on this album, too. Like, where are you getting the money for a Jennifer Lopez feature? Anyways, um, Jimmy Allen's never been an artist concerned with strictly adhering to a particular genre, a trait that has made the rising pop country star one of the more fascinating figures to emerge in recent years. Nothing about Jimmy Allen has ever fascinated me whatsoever, especially <laughs> out of all the artists in recent years. He's probably the one I am least fascinated by. On his third full-length album, Allen shows that the successes he found with 2020's Betty James and 2018's Mercury Lane were no flukes. What successes? Where? Which ones? What are you... What was the success of Betty James? Like, I'm sorry, when I listen to Betty James, I kind of want to just get on a treadmill full speed, (laughs) turn around, and throw myself into a concrete wall, get back up, sit back down on the treadmill and allow it to shoot me into the wall again. Yeah, just turn the treadmill up to top speed and just like kind of like repeatedly push up on it and then like and then like let go and drop down onto it and just let it kind of sit. Precisely into a wall. Yes. Uh like the successes were no flukes. If if there was a success, it was most definitely a fluke. It's just unfortunately there were no successes. So that doesn't make any sense. Because not only were they not a fluke, they weren't a success. They were it was just a, a bad Right? I'm sorry. Betty James is one of my least favorite things I've ever heard. You said so. It really is. But uh, You said it was just a bad. It was... <laughs> that made me laugh. It was just a bad, okay? It was just... And that bad. the... Continuing. And that the creative experimentation <laughs> that served him so well on those releases is still one of the sharpest tools in his arsenal. I don't like how they use, like... I don't like how they didn't say sharpest tool in his shed but oh well across an ambitious 17 tracks alan explores how country music can intersect with pop r&b hip-hop and more doing so while maintaining a firm sense of self that keeps the collection feeling cohesive there's nothing about the there's nothing cohesive about the songs i got to uh standout tracks include on my way a duet with none other than jennifer lopez and the chill melodic settle on back in addition to lopez alex tapped in with eclectic and star-studded roster of guest musicians to join him on tulip drive including seal green and t-pain and katie o it's just like it's just funny reading that because it's like that's so like Did anyone really listen to Betty James and Mercury Lane? (laughs) Was anyone floored? Was someone just like, yes, I found it. I found the one. Like, if I ever got featured on Waves on the Shore, I would bring this as my what am I listening to. Mercury Lane. I promise you there's people on Instagram. And they're probably... Well, I don't want to attack someone. I kind of want to, but I'm not going to. But there's people that I've witnessed in comment sections and stuff. They kind of they're like it's like blind fandom, you know. They don't they don't know it's bad because 
It's all they I don't know. know. They just it's all I yeah, I guess. Like it's hard to understand. And it's there it's like it's like Keith Urban fans. Like Keith Urban's first album, it's kind of a banger, right? But then like as you as you kind of progress, you're kind of it just kind of turns into And then but there's people that like that and it's like All right, I guess I I respect the fact that you like it kind of maybe. But like but it's not good, is it? Like, but yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's just not good. Like, it's, yeah, it's just you not can, that good. You can cheer for the Buffalo Sabers. I'm not. I'm not going to stop you, but they're they're never going to be good. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's it's interesting. That's okay. But there's uh, actually me and Joe were actually talking about this on Discord recently. Like blind fandom. It's like like people that are just obsessed with this thing and they, it gets to the point where it's like all they talk about and it's like why they have social media and it's like all they do. Like there was a girl who I went to my first semester of college. So this past August, she went to LCU with me. She's there for like about a year, year and a half. And, uh, she dropped out and her kind of, uh, did I say a year? I'm in a week, a week, a week and a half. Oh. Um, I said a year. I don't know why yeah. I did. My brain doesn't function sometimes. Um, but she's like obsessed with Harry Styles. And it's like one of those people that like, like, look, I like Harry Styles. Like I'm I, the person that like, I enjoy his music. I was, I feel like I, I was going to say, I, I feel little, like I actually, this is my review of his newest album. I was slightly disappointed with it. It's not bad, but I thought his other two albums were better. Anyway. I agree, but it's grown on me a lot. I feel like one of the only human beings on this earth that really likes Harry Styles without wanting to propose to him. Like, uh, it's like, yes, I am a Harry Styles fan, and I don't fall asleep dreaming of him staring at posters. It's uh, I don't, it's, like, say my prayers to Harry Styles when I go to bed. But, there but is, I like his music. Of, there is an in-between. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's interesting when you when you look at that kind of fandom. I think we're getting some of that with, like white girls, white white spoiled rich girls on Instagram that love Morgan Wallen, hundred percent. And it's like, like they can't do no wrong. Like it, it's it's been and it's like with him, it's been around for a while. Maybe not there haven't been as much of them. It's grown, but back then, like when um, before Cover Me Up was even officially recorded, he had that live version of it. Yeah. Uh, on YouTube, and I remember looking through the comments, and there was this one girl who was like, "His forearms are so hot, the hair on <laughs> his arms." I saying and, that, and and it's like, keep that to yourself or something. Like I don't. Why are who you cares? talking about it? Why are you talking about it in the YouTube comments section? And like, I'm just like, like look, look, I love Tennille Towns, you know, but like, it's part of most of it's really just like a joke. Like I'm not. It's literally, a running joke at this yeah, point. Like, yeah, like I'm just in, like I'm not actually in love with her, you know. I just I actually I enjoy her music, and she happens to be pretty attractive. <laughs> and so, but it's it's crazy to me how I'm so obsessed with people. And so I have yet to find. I guess what I'm getting to is I've yet to find someone who's like that with Jimmy Allen. But I bet that there's somebody out there. Oh, there has to be. There has to be. Somebody's yeah. seen somebody's seen enough magazines. Somebody's seen too many like Amazon commercials and thought he looked cool in a cowboy hat. But anyways, um, with that, with all of the surrounding, he also, also he's one of those guys that takes off too much clothes. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Didn't you say that? You remember one? me? Do you, yeah, do you remember he, he me? Saw him Brad Paisley, and he just kept I, taking clothes off. He, he opened. <laughs> he just progressively. 
just <laughs> progressively aggressively taking off layers of clothes and then he i think he put one back on because eventually he put artists love to put on like jerseys like whether it's like football jerseys or baseball yeah. or hockey of like places the where they're like in, yeah i even just saw eric church do it he was in toronto leafs, yeah he put on a maple leafs jersey like two days ago i saw um, that so yeah but i guess um let's you wanna, Those this, are the, is, this is our review of This is, Tulip because Tribe. we haven't really listened to the music. However, <laughs> with all the surrounding factors out of the way, with all the blind fandom, with all the album cover, the descriptions that sound like the most auto-generated corporate thing ever, right? Uh, the music. Jaren has got through a whopping two songs. <laughs> okay, so uh, let me. It's I quite was a lot. On... It's quite a lot. No, I respect <laughs> it. It is a lot. I seven, got seventeen songs on this album. First off, you gotta there's be seven... crazy to think I'm listening no. to seventeen Jimmy Allen songs. Okay. I've got through five and a half. Okay. The only reason, the first off, the only reason I even listened to two in the first place is because I was on my way back home from. But remember, if you remember correctly, the uh, last episode of this podcast, right? Yep. Was yeah, was recorded when I was on vacation. On my yep. way home from vacation, I was like, I don't remember how I realized that Jimmy. I think somebody briefly mentioned it in maybe the Overcord Discord, and I was like, oh shoot, I guess we could maybe maybe. And so I listened to the. I'm not even gonna lie to you though. When I was listening to the first. I, I'm so bored. I'm tired, right? I'm in the car. I got like still like two more hours before I get home. And I'm listening to this first album and I'm like, no, it's first song, I mean. And I'm like, like if I lowered my standards a lot, I could imagine liking this song. If I enjoyed bad Like I was music, vibing to it a little bit. If I like, enjoyed bad like music, this would probably be really good. <laughs> like this would probably be really good if I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so, and. And I think I don't even remember. Gonna, so, I I got to this. I think I got to the third song. Kissing didn't you. finish it because, uh, um, and it actually wasn't because it was bad. Um, I think it was just because. I think we stopped at my sister's house, and then when I got back in the car, uh, I did, to go back to it. I, yeah, I couldn't be bothered <laughs> to go back. To it. I um, here's here's how my listening experience went. Right. I took a shower. I brought my speaker in. And oh, Jimmy Allen in the shower? That's a bit sus, actually. Pause. <laughs> but I was just kind of standing there. That's a like, war crime. In the most, like, I'm, I'm just standing there in the shower listening to this. And I'm just, for, my first thought is, like, Thankfully, my older brother is not home because he would, he'd be like, you're listening to, <laughs> you're listening to Jimmy Allen music. <laughs> Jimmy and I'd be like, yes, you listen to East Coast Canadian sea shanties. I don't want to hear it. But <laughs> like, hey, those kind of go hard though. <laughs> I was sitting there listening, and I was just so like numb to it. I yeah, yeah, putting shampoo in my hair, and I couldn't care less. I was just like, yep, I'm listening to a Jimmy Allen album. If I'm being honest, right, I there was no song. It's not like Betty James where like while listening i was trying to drown myself in the shower like it, it didn't get to that point i was more just like like even what i'm talking about right not country it's an r&b song lyrically it's not much melodically it's kind of the f 
too quick. The flow's a bit obnoxious, like stop rapping for a minute. But the instrumental, it's all right. It's better than anything on his first albums, in my opinion. But in general, just completely uninterested. Um, Down Home, I, th- I still think that song's all right. I don't mind it. Um, Settle On Back is another one that it's like, so this is just like subpar pop country with subpar lyrics. I don't, I don't hate it, but it's just another, like all these songs are really just checklist songs. Like, um, what I'm, or be all right. We're going to do all these things and we're going to be all right. What I'm talking about. We're going to do all these things. We're going to do what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Kissing you. I'm going to do all these things when I'm kissing you and settle on back. It's like, when I get tired, I want to do all these things to settle. And it's like, it really kind of feels like the same song, just with like a fake mustache in per- like disguise, just like a Mr. Potato Head glasses and say it's a new song, but it's the same potato and it's not a good one. Um, <laughs> it's the same potato. It's the same potato. I like, I like that analogy. I like that. It's just um, another Jimmy's – Jimmy's been giving us these potatoes. He's been dropping years. potatoes on us for a minute, guys. He's just been giving us freaking potatoes. It's just – I, I want a French fry for once, Jimmy. I want a tasty, crisp French fry. Like, at least these ones aren't dented up and mushy potatoes. He's, he's kind of peeled some of them. They're looking half presentable, but they're, they're still <laughs> potatoes, okay? And, you know, while I'm at it, I I don't just want a French fry. I want Canadian French fries. I want some I want some cheese curds. He wants and some that poutine. Gravy. Yes, yeah, I want sir. that poutine on yes, that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jimmy Allen does not have the sauce required to make poutine. <laughs> Jimmy Allen music is not poutine. He does not have that kind of. That was such a fitting sauce. <laughs> you don't, you don't have the sauce for that, bro. Now I want some poutine. Oh mm. man, it sucks to be American. Um, <laughs> I could make some. I could make some homemade. But you Washington. couldn't you couldn't get that good Canadian poutine. Don't pretend like your cheese is better than ours. Wisconsin cheese is infinitely better than Canadian cheese. <laughs> I, I couldn't care. Midwest this. Midwesterners make the perfect cheese. I don't care. Sorry, I'm we're off on a cheese tangent now. We probably, I am obsessed with we cheese. We probably buy the same brand of cheese. <laughs> We probably do. We don't we live that far do. away. We, we definitely have the same cheese. You, honestly, you basic. Well, you you basically <laughs> live in the Midwest, but you're just in Canada. Just in Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lastly, pesos. I got through a little bit of it, and I was just like, "Wow, I don't want to hear the rest of this." So that is our review. <laughs> Are you listening to it right now? So right now, I'm listening to the Jennifer Lopez song because <laughs> I was curious, and. It's perfect for what we're doing right now because it's on in the background. I don't have to. Li- I don't have to like. It sounds like. It sounds okay, but it doesn't really sound like a country song. I will say that. No, it's like, it's not. not. It's um, not like. I mean, that's the thing. They say like, genre, like how country can intersect. There is no country intersection here. Yeah, it is just very pop music, uh, and it's not like. I'm there's not a little saying bit of acoustic that. stuff here and there. It's, Maybe. There's some R and B stuff. But like, there's more yeah. instrumentals. There's more instrumental music on like a give the new Giveon album than you're gonna get on the Jimmy Allen album. Giveon's not gonna come out and say it's country fusions. No, he's gonna call it R and B music. Like the weekend, save your tears and less than zero. Those have acoustic. Those predominantly feature an acoustic guitar. He doesn't. He's not dropping it to country radio next week. Like, I don't even you know, know who Giveon is. He's he is like maybe the bat. He's, in my opinion, one of the best, like, 
songwriters from a conversational standpoint. You literally just kind of feel like all of his music is based on like love or heartbreak. And he writes them as like a conversation. It's really freaking good. And he just huh. dropped a really good album a few weeks or like two weeks ago. The same day as Luke Combs, which we will get to in a second. But that is uh, Jaron and I's review in depth. <laughs> very well considered. Very, yeah. <laughs> fully contextualized. We've listened to the entire thing several times. So we look, we can't be bothered to listen to a Jimmy Allen album. Okay. And maybe I'll finish it one day. Maybe by 2025. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Stop. You're not going to come back to this album. I'm not going to come back to this I album. Might, I might listen to the Jennifer Lopez song. Unless and... I go in the, unless I get amnesia and like just like my taste in music completely <laughs> changes. He goes into a coma and he wakes up a Jimmy <laughs> Allen fan. Yeah, Sci- scientists are trying to figure out what happened in, a, stra- in a strange Everything, occurrence. Everything's the same about him except now he likes bad music. Uh, <laughs> What is wrong? Oh man, it's a tragedy. It's the next great like Shakespearean play. Call it call it Tulip Drive. <laughs> we'll name it after the album. <laughs> oh my. Okay, we spent we spent way too much time talking. That's true. We've talked about this for a while. Hey, I had a okay. lot of fun doing it. Oh, I did too. I did too. But it's time to talk about actual music that deserves a little bit of attention. And that I'm assuming both of us have gotten actually through the whole album. I've gone through it three, oh, sure. four times. Um, it is probably the biggest. It's the biggest release of the year so far. Um, it, and yeah. I, I don't know if it will be top just because it's Luke Combs. I mean, maybe American Heartbreak rivals that actually. But, but Luke yeah, Combs, I was going to say one American of the biggest Heartbreak albums of the year. Luke Combs growing up. Uh, is out now the full album all 12 songs um came out on june the 24th just let me pull it up here another album cover that we aren't huge on but we've we've discussed it prior um it's just a bit odd (laughs) but the full album's out now the pre-releases we're doing this the kind of love we make and tomorrow me all of which i was actually quite a fan of so going into this album i was i had quite high hopes i was really looking forward to it uh gonna be honest though i don't know if i was let down but i was kind of let down i was kind of let down look i'm not gonna I, I try not to even if i love an artist like you know i'm i'm probably one of the biggest josh turner fans ever but like he's got some songs that i'm not a huge fan of you know like he's got stuff and I'm extreme, and everybody knows that I'm extremely disappointed that he hasn't come out with a new album. Oh, really? But my, but, do you want but a my new point- album from Josh Turner? Of original <laughs> yes, I music. do. But my point, my point is, is that like, if I don't like something, I'm gonna tell you that I don't like it. You know, and not that I don't like. It's not that I dislike this album. Uh, I just think it just didn't. I feel like we've taken. I don't know if we've even taken a step back. Well, like I just feel like I wanted it, some. I don't know. I just it didn't felt like meet it didn't, my expectations. I, I feel like there was. A, it felt like to me. It felt like there was a lot of filler. Like I, normally, I'll, I, I can usually pick out a couple songs that I really kind of like. Oh yeah, that's the one. And like maybe not everybody else is kind of attaching to it. Like it's like like I usually everybody's kind of got those songs that stick. Like for me, like with Morgan Wallen, it's Outlaw. Like I love that song. And yeah, like you know and. For this one, like I I like the Miranda Lambert song, but that's I think I a lot don't. of that is because Miranda. I don't even. 
<laughs> I don't even know what to think of this album because it's not. I don't even know. It's not horrible. It really I just, failed to leave an impact on me. When I was talking with some other people online about it, my I think a lot a part of my disappointment is that it feels like with a what you see is what you get. I felt like we got a lot more things. Just felt more creative to me. Like mm-hmm. one too many felt like really creative songwriting there and it was really fun and not that i mean luke always does fun songs but i felt like we had a lot of variety on that one yeah Where with this one it this it's kind of just coasting a lot of a lot of the song yeah it just feels like i don't know it's hard to explain but it feels like we're coasting i was on a call with grady the other day and we were kind of both at a similar loss for words of how to really explain how we feel i it's think just, it's just like it, it's it not bad nothing left an impact like with and i think one of the um reasons for that is this album feels very um impersonal very impersonal whereas on what you see is what you get Mm -hmm. i agree right you got songs that they have a lot of character like i feel like the writing had much more much more character much more distinction and i think the delivery, the instrumentals, even though people sometimes were getting annoyed that it was sounding samey, like Beer Never Broke My Heart, that had a lot of, like, grip to it. That, that was a hard-hitting Luke Combs song. And you've got things like Even Though I'm Leaving, Loving On You, which is yes. just so even palatable. Leaving, like, there's a lot of really good songs. Yeah. And but like, to me, there's nothing on, that stood out to me. Yeah. Even... Like, Loving On You on his other album, right? That's not, by well, any actually, means, the most crazy, like intricately written song but it's just got some attitude some character the instrumental has so much going on and it just it's addictive and the songwriting in general just feels a lot more personal a lot more unique and original like angels working overtime i love that song i think it's brilliant i just didn't even better together like the wedding song one too many like I just don't think we got those standout moments on growing up. Everything felt like it was written by sure. like, I will say, um, I agree with all of that, except I do think doing this stands out yes, more I, than the rest of them. I was going, so I was going to get there. I feel like a okay. lot of these songs, they feel like he, they don't feel like Luke Combs songs. They feel like he just reached into a bin of like country songs waiting to be cut. That would like, you know, work in the mainstream and he kind of just picked a few out like any given Friday night used to wish I was better back when middle of somewhere. It's just like, uh, they don't hit at all. They don't feel Luke. Um, the reason I was so excited for this album though, is because I feel like the pre-releases had that, that, yeah. um, that grip, like that doing was slightly this deceptive, deceptive. Yes. Like with doing this, Doing that this tomorrow, me and the kind of love we make, I think, are all probably the best three. My favorite songs, yeah. except I, I'm a Miranda Lambert fan, so I do really like her th- her song with Luke here. But I, um, I will say sometimes it feels weird, and that song when I listen to it, like they they don't blend well sometimes. Maybe I, that's just me, but no, it doesn't I was always say sound the same thing. And I think it doesn't always sound good. The Not, problem with. I don't know. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. That's my bad. That's fine. Um, I think my problem with Outrun in Your Memory is like, it feels like it should be a 
it feels like it should have a big climax. It feels like it should be a little more dramatic, maybe a little more sad, or at least just in general, a little more compelling. But it feels like they're both just like sitting on a couch, just getting by. It sounds like a Disney theme song or something like this is what I expect to play when the backyard again start assembling or like going on a trip <laughs> in the backyard again, like off to the pyramid. We're out running your memory. Tyrone's just singing along. Like it just feels like some flowery garden of like, there's Can no I say, uh, in your memory. And I don't, like I will it. say, um, the, the kind of love we make, it's definitely one of the best ones. I like it. Um, but every time I heard it, especially when the song starts, I thought I've heard a song that sounds very similar to this one. And I realized that Larry Fleet, on his first album, has a song uh, called Baby You Do. And they sound a, a little similar. Just in vibe hmm. and the beginning, I don't know if it's in the same key or what. But they kind of have a similar vibe. Like just in, in in terms of like what the lyrics are talking about, but also sonically. And to me, "Baby You Do" is a better song. I've so like every time I hear the kind of love we make, you just want to listen um, to "Baby We Do." I just want to listen to "Baby We You Do." And I will say though, on the chorus of the kind of love we make, Luke Luke does go after it. Which oh yeah, I he really brings it on that. And but so... in the in Baby You Do by Larry Fleet, and I want to get, we, I feel like people don't talk about Larry Fleet enough, um, so I want to talk about him a little bit because he does. I, I he's one of the better new artists I think is that's out there right now. Um, which I say that, and I'm a freaking hypocrite. I haven't listened to his newest album. <laughs> I don't know why. When did he drop the album? Or is this like well, a year ago? This was like a year ago, I think. Oh, okay, like the, yeah, the, yeah. the one with uh, yeah. I haven't listened to it, and I need to, but. <laughs> His his working hard album from 2019 is that. genuinely. I think I brought it one time to the yeah you did and it's genuinely a great collection of eight songs. I think all of them are good. It, I it, I feel similarly about it um, as I do with like Seasons Change by Scotty McCreary. I think that's a solid like it doesn't do it's not like this transcendent piece of art, but it's a very very solid country album. I think. Mm-hmm. But but baby you do oh it's so like oh. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It makes me want to like freaking dance or something. I don't know. Maybe that's the best way to describe it. I can't. I can't verbalize it. But if you go, what I'm saying is, go listen to that album. It's a better. Album. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in not general, to hate on Luke Combs because I do like Luke. Combs, it just feels like but, wallpaper. It really, yeah. which is really disappointing because I was. And speaking of uh, wallpaper, and I want, I want to rant about the art one more time. <laughs> we've ranted on it like we've done this already but like i just can't get over the fact that like this i love the blues and the oranges in the bar it's such a good drawing or painting or whatever it is and i love the neon like like the fluorescent uh neon like bar lights that are his name but yeah then his face and he's just like it's like this derpy half face and then like the growing up album i'm waving my hand in front of the camera on my computer but <laughs> it's like uh, it's I questionable it. i don't luke what was this what was this what was this luke you can it's i the... know luke can do better than this luke make me a freaking bluegrass album get billy strings in the studio make it luke a, do a collab album 
I'm yelling I, right now. I think that's I'm what makes just, it I'm so heated. disappointing is because Luke is capable of making some of the best music in the genre. The Great Divide is one it. of the best country songs, I think, of the last couple of years. I think it's really good. I, I think I think also at the time it was released, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Um, it's just like it was just you know like I'm not I'm not doubting Luke Combs from now on. I don't doubt his ability moving forward. I just think he hit a bump here. He I just kind of dipped into a pothole. We should move on to an album that I think is better than this one. It is made by like some seventeen-year-olds. So Their age combined is probably Luke Combs. Um, yeah. I actually don't know. They're still in high school for sure, for sure. I think so. Um, uh, and they're they're pretty chill. We've we talked should... about them before. Yeah, we have. Uh, it is Low Gap. So yeah. Low Gap, in case you're out of the loop, they are these two guys that we are pretty sure are still in high school. And they got their jump when Grady gave them a shout-out for their song Mockingbird last year when it came yeah. out. He threw it's it on his playlist. And I checked it out, and good golly, is it ever catchy, and is it ever a really well-written song? Like, I I instantly was like, yeah, this is, like, a really... Yeah, I think a lot of people got behind it. Um, they started getting some numbers, getting some people following them. Uh, they reached out to me as well a few weeks ago when they dropped the final pre-release of this album, Bench Seat, and I gave it a listen. I think it's a groove, even if I don't think I it's think... there best written song ever i think it's got yeah. some great energy i think it's very it's, catchy i will say i will say um i think bench seat is gonna be a bigger hit than mockingbird mockingbird is maybe a better written song but bench seat is a lot of fun yes like, it is yes it is and and it's already growing faster than mockingbird did yeah like it's My already bench, has almost half the, it has more than half the streams that mockingbird does and uh I just okay. I have a couple things I want to talk about. This yeah. are you? That I, I think I interrupted you. A little no, bit. no, no. You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, first off, the I I I okay. I love and hate the album art they chose for this. It's a picture. It's literally just a picture. I it's agree. Like a, it's electric box. The thing is, I think you're. I feel like we're supposed to hate it. It's supposed to be this like super lo-fi. Like yeah, it is, it's supposed to it be is, like a great. It's a slightly grainy picture of like this electric, but not not intentionally thing in the woods, not intentionally grainy. It it's clearly an iPhone that has zoomed in. It's got yeah. that iPhone quality of the image, <laughs> and it's like. You know, I guess that's part of the thing because they're just yeah, high school I think kids. That's, I th- yeah, but I think that's what I like. It. It's funny because, like, I've, you know, you, you see, like, really small people every now and then that will, like, put out. Bro, why are you attacking me right now? Oh, <laughs> not physically small. <laughs> I mean, like, you'll get some really small. Every now and then you stumble across small a, people. Really, a really small artist who's, like, just kind of starting their thing up on their own. And they've got the super, like, low like quality album covers and all that stuff and their pictures are like clearly just taken from like snapchat but that's what that's the same energy that the low gap album gives off except the music is really good so it's almost deceptive because you're bracing Um, for like this high school project of two buddies making music that you know it's okay but could need a lot of work but then you listen to it and you're like no this is very well conceived well put together well written well thought through country yeah. music and it's it's I very I'm, impressive it, it really is i'm really impressed also did your because... lights just go out or something is my camera doing something weird 
Oh, it's back now. <laughs> is it? It's. I probably like moved and the lighting's adjusted. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, like, I'm I'm impressed with a, a lot of different things. Is uh, this the the album sounds good? Like, yes. It's, like yes. not even like just like production. Not even like just like oh wow they can play instruments. Well, yeah, sure, of course they can. They, but like, the guitar the work is very is, good though. Yeah. A lot of this, I don't. I think they went down to Nashville. I'm not sure who they recorded with. I, I don't know anything about that. But I remember, um, I remember when they went down to record, like earlier this year, I think, near the beginning of the year. It might have been near Christmas, actually. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I remember them posting it like, "Oh, we're recording. We're in the studio and stuff like that." And I wasn't. I was expecting them to maybe like release another song. I wasn't really expecting like a whole album. Yeah, and I mean, it's only seven songs, but I would say all seven... I know you haven't listened to the last two. I haven't got to the um, last two. I would say that all seven of them are good songs. All I, five I do I've heard genuinely, really good. I do genuinely think that this is a better and stronger album than both of the other albums that we've talked about I today. would, I would agree. Um, I think this thing shows so much potential moving forward. Yeah, like, I actually like, I would put a lot of stock in these two. I think they, yeah, got, um, I think they have a bright like, future. I was just Dear the Man is a really cool song that yes. he wrote about I think yes. believe about his grandfather that he never met. I think it's what it yep. is. It's a very um, interesting perspective. Uh Dear the Man. And I, I kinda never wish met. Yeah, I wish I do I, I do have one it's a small complaint. It really doesn't mean <laughs> anything. For that song, I wish the title was The Man I Never Met instead of Dear the Man. I just Dear the Man is kind of a weird title to me, but that's just like a nitpick that I it's not my song, so I have no say. <laughs> um, but that that just kind of, I kept thinking that whenever I was listening to it, I was like, man, I wish the title was different. But yeah, um, a song you hadn't listened to yet, the last one, Feeling Goodbye, I think might be my favorite one. Really, uh, I really like it. It's like a perfect sad boy country song, and uh, funny enough, I think. It's not bad, but the song right before it, Monsters, is probably my least favorite on the album. Uh, I think the the writing is weakest here. Although maybe it might be a little bit more complex when, than maybe like Bench Seat. Because Bench Seat's kind of like your stereotypical... Hop up in Although my it's more truck. charming. Hock up in but my yeah, truck it's thing, but it's much more charming. You have it right. It doesn't charming. come off as douchey. It comes off as charming. Yeah, yeah but the... My, I, maybe I just need to look at the lyrics and listen to Monsters again, but I've heard it like three times now. And something about it, I still I like it. It's just there is a, a couple of the lyrics I felt just like I felt like we kind of covered them already in the in in the terms of this album. Like I felt like we were repeating something, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so by the time I get to like the sixth track, which is Monsters, I'm like I feel like we might have talked about this in Bench Seat or maybe in Pride Before the Fall. Like I feel like some of the stuff like I felt like we were retreading a little bit. Yeah. But that's my that's my only real complaint. I, I really like everything. I love, I love the, I think the, uh, I think the lead singer's name is Gus, Gus Johnson. Um, I could be wrong, but I think Gus's voice is very unique, but also still yes. very, very charismatic very and strong. Yeah. And I'm just really It's excited. almost like an Eric Church in how it's a little bit like, uh, mm, wait, no, maybe more like a ooh. It's almost got like the timbre, like that sharp edge of like 
that briskness of Charles Wesley Godwin's voice, but he's got like maybe the, he he's got the delivery style, the fun, the free flowingness of someone like an Eric Church. How he kind of will like wobble around here and there, and he'll have he'll have fun with it. Um, sure. And it's very contagious. So Low Gap album, self-titled, came out on Canada Day, which is on Friday. Woo woo Canada. Um, yeah, I think it's one of the better albums that's come out this year. It's definitely, it's definitely up there for me. It might, it might be on good. the list at the end of the year, depending on what else happens. I, of course, I have not got to the last two songs, but like yeah. I've heard the other. I five, think you'll, and, I think you'll really like the last. One. Yeah, like I mean, well, I love the first five. I think there's a lot there, and um, yeah, low gap album. Check it out. It's uh, it's pretty freaking cool. And with that, I think we are good to move on to uh, everyone's favorite segments. Uh, what are we listening to? So, Jaron, I have uh, an interesting question for you. Whatever, uh, I confused my brain. What, what, is it, what doth, what doth have for me, Evan? This fine question of yours. I was trying to be proper old English, and well, I kept messing up. <laughs> well, uh, myself, if I. Wondering <laughs> now, you just have a lisp. What? <laughs> I was, I was, I was wondering. <laughs> what bruh. is thou listening to? Um, I'm listening. I'm gonna bring an EP and an album. It's by the same person. You're always doing the most with bringing multiple. <laughs> I'm sorry because I, I felt like. So I really wanted to talk about this. The artist's name is Eloise. Um. And she has an EP from 2019. And it's only four songs, so I was like, if you combine that with her other album that came out in 2021, 20, uh, I feel like it's, like, it's whatever. It's the same amount of songs. It's like a freaking, like, 20-song album that somebody else is already making. So I just... This music is, I feel like, very different from other music that I might normally recommend. It's... <laughs> um, Hannah actually described it really well. I think she... Well... She said something about it being kind of like chill coffee shop music, which okay. I think is a good way to describe it. But I don't want to just relegate it to music that you like throw on in the background and don't think about, because I think a lot of these lyrics are very good. Um, but it's very it's not country at all. Let's let me just clarify. This is not country. This is more uh, a to um, a like um, to maybe like uh Lizzie McAlpine would probably. Do. Okay, okay. I or maybe even like the chiller stuff that the band Surfaces does. Um, okay. Surfaces, she hers. It's very chill and like lo-fi and R and B esque, but she like leans into almost like a. It reminds me of old like fifties like uh, Motown sometimes, and okay. I love that stuff. Like Sam Cooke, mm. and it's her voice is very very good. It's so What's clear and Eloise. How do you um, spell E L O I S E? Eloise. Um, Looks this like EP, Eloise, but okay. It's a it's Eloise. I promise that's how it's pronounced. Watch me say that, and then I'm pronouncing it wrong. But <laughs> it's Eloise. Eloise, Elo, Eloise is a real name, so that's all. <laughs> um, but the EP is called this thing called Living. I don't think I said that. Um, the all four of these songs on this, I think, are pretty strong. I will say the title track, which is uh, abbreviated to TTCL, this thing called Living. It's the second track for some reason instead of the first. Not really sure why. Um, 
but all of them are really strong. I love the song Left Side on the EP, but Subside and You Dear are both just really fun. They kind of have like sass and like they got spunk and like her songs are always kind of like, like kind of, they got like a like sassy woman vibe. Okay. okay <laughs> if that, that makes sense. And then her other EP, her other, I guess it's technically an EP, but it has nine songs on it. So that's an album to me. Um, uh, you've got more between. than seven. Yeah. It's called Somewhere in Between. And it also is very, very good, I would say. Um, the it's songs got look very experimental. Short. Some of them are, yeah. Some of them are pretty short, but they, uh, and that is nice. It's a nice quick listen, mm-hmm. but it's it's very pleasant. None of the songs are like, um, some of the, produ- she messes a little bit more around with the production on Somewhere in Between, but uh, I think after one listen, on your second listen, you kind of get more used to some of the stuff that she experiments with, but mm-hmm. it's still very chill and stuff like that. So I highly recommend this stuff. Um it's really good. I really like it. I accidentally, I don't, I think I might, I was probably listening to Lizzie McAlpine or somebody like that. And, and I think this on. auto, I think this auto played for me mm-hmm. on Spotify, like a couple months ago. So I, so are you done? Cause I have a really funny way to transition if you are. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> are you done, Jaren? <laughs> no, but on a funny note, I, found this uh i know hilarious i haven't even said it yet but it's so funny the album i'm bringing today i found this artist looking through recommended artists based on lizzie mcalpine i was listening to lizzie mcalpine and i was like man i'm vibing with this right now but like i just finished the album so it's like i want i want something else in this lane so apple you can go to an artist and at the bottom there's like similar artists and so I checked out a few and I was like, okay, like I, I see the similarity, but it's not, it's not the vibe I'm looking for until I found a man by the name of Adam Melcher and interesting last name. Yeah. M E L C H O R Melcher Melchor. Is it A D A M? Yeah. 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 So it's his only album. It came out last year called Melcher. Melchor. Yeah. Melchor Lullaby Hotline Volume One. And it is singer-songwriter. It's 12 songs, 36 minutes. Uh, It is like, I love this album. The vibe is so colorful. It's exactly the album cover. If you look at the album cover, you know exactly what you're getting. Like, I'm sorry. This is the music. Like, when I'm walking around my little beach town with, like, a striped button-up carrying a paddleboard, this is the music I want. When I'm having a Tim Hortons drink on a swing set, watching the sunset, this is Bro, the Evan, kind of music so I want. You're so bougie without even meaning to be like, you're like, I can imagine you in like your fifties wearing like some like Sperry's, but you don't have any shoes on. So like, every, and everybody can tell he's like, you don't have, you can, sorry, no, I don't mean shoes. You don't have any socks on. And so, and then you got like some like pink khakis and then like maybe like a white and blue and like maybe like yellow striped horizontal no vertical striped I'm telling you, down shirt. bro summer is my <laughs> element i love the summer and i Evan love, is thriving right now i love where i live for the summer too it's so perfect <laughs> everyone's literally just like just vibing in the beach and stuff <laughs> it's just yeah all the dudes you are the basi- same. you basically you live on a beach but not like you don't live on the coast cuz you live no, we're in you this have, tiny yeah. little nowhere 
town. That's the best stuff, though. That is. It is, and it's just like everyone knows everyone. Everyone's the same person. Everyone loves the same stuff. It's I'm in my element completely. But this album, uh, Melcher Lullaby Hotline Volume One, it is so soothing. It's the kind of music you'd hear playing through a montage when someone takes like artsy pictures on disposable cameras. That's that's the kind of thing you're going for here. My life is a movie. Pretty much, exactly. Um, but there are some beautiful songs on here. I think so, the. Oh, would yeah. you say this is a similar vibe to uh, "Give Me a Minute" by Lizzie McAlpine? Because honestly, because when I look at her album. I kind of get not the same vibe, but like I kind of get an idea just from that sense of I look at it and I I feel like I can kind of get a sense of what it's it there. Like. I think I think Adam Melcher's is just a beachy indie a little twist bit more beachy? on a little bit more tropical, really? uh, yeah. but it is in the same lane. But I think songs like Begin Again, that's your like. Oh, that's a good movie. I might have you watch that eventually. Sorry, there's a maybe, movie called maybe. Begin Again. Uh, it's Begin really Again. good. Anyway, I won't, I won't, <laughs> I won't get off on that. You're tangent. good. You're good. The fourth <laughs> song is, um, it's almost like what you'd expect to be playing in the background of like a camp video or something. It sounds like something like the Lumineers would play back in the day. It's super catchy, super earwormy, super summery. Um, are you listening to it right now? Or like what I'm listening to Eloise. To? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a song called Last Time. Really, the three, four, five stretch is incredible. Um, okay. Start Forgetting Death is a super... I'll listen one... to it and I'll be like, Evan, the three, four, five stretch is trash. <laughs> you won't, though. You won't. Start won't, Forgetting Death is this super, like, super cute and weird love song, basically saying going through different ways he might die. But he's like, but if you're there by my side, I'm going to start forgetting the fact that I'm dying. Um, lateral move, catchy as heck. Catchy as heck, so spacey, so awesome. Other than that, uh, No Way of Knowing is a super, like, dramatic moment. He uses a bit more... Because the whole album is, like, classical guitars, maybe some acoustic drums, and a lot of harmonies with himself. That That's what it is. Uh, no Way of Knowing, he kind of dips in with a bit more of a dramatic, like, synth near the end that makes it really cool. And the other one I would recommend, It's Just My Heart, which is like Zach Bryan just recorded into his phone. It is gorgeous. His voice is so thin and pretty. I, lo- I love this album so much. It's perfect Pause. for the summer. What are you pausing for? Called him pretty, dog. I said his voice is pretty. That's the only way <laughs> I can describe it. That's the only way I can describe it. But I'm I follow, trying to, yeah. I'm trying to be antagonistic. Perfect. <laughs> I sincerely apologize. <laughs> perfect. There's nothing wrong with boys album. liking boys either. I would like to clarify. You know, I'm I mean, gonna, well, especially since Drake anyway. established that there's nothing wrong with girls wanting girls. Oh, so I better okay. go the other way too. <laughs> um, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Anyway. I thought you were gonna. Get, I thought you were about to get on the uh, the Drake uh, thing. Are we you really? Like, we ain't talking about. Honestly, never mind. But that ain't happening. No, wait, what? We're not talking about the new Drake album. No, I was. That's not what I was gonna. There was like a. He was like. There was like a thing. Like he was hitting on like the, the girl who plays Eleven in Stranger Things. He like. I think he had like. He was like into her, but she was like like seventeen or sixteen <laughs> at the time, and so it was like big sus. It was like, hey yo, like, Bro, Drake like, is a. Uh... Like, I also don't like the way I just said big sus. I didn't like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. I, I, I also since <laughs> big sus. There's, I'm not even. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Done. Anyway, Look, Adam Melcher is a vibe. I followed him on Instagram, and he is a complete. I I love following him on Instagram. He's a complete vibe. Uh, okay. Good beach music. Anywho, oh, um, 
Sorry. I think <laughs> I got strawberry juice on my white shirt. Big oh, rip, the Wallen Hardy shirt. No. Yeah, it's all right. That's all right. That's, no. right. That's my it's my fault for trying to finish my strawberry as well. We're recording the podcast. Anyway. Anyway. Are we ready for ready for who the frick? I think we're ready for the final segment of today's episode. Who, who the are we, frick? Oh, I almost just said who are we fricking? That would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about a pause real quick. <laughs> who are we freaking, Jaren? Let me know. <laughs> Tell me, who are we freaking today? That's what I was going to say. I was about to say, Evan, are you ready, are you ready to guess who we're freaking today? Nah. My parents are nah. probably like out in, the, out in the dining room like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, All okay. right. I'm ready. Let's get into this. I, uh, I think this one might be a little bit harder than some of the past couple ones. Okay. Maybe a little bit more obscure. Not the artists aren't obscure, but I think that like the the clues might be a little bit harder. Okay. As for normal, um, play along with yeah. us. See if you can guess the mm-hmm. artist. Jeremy mm-hmm. will give us three hints if necessary for all three artists. And uh, yeah, I'm ready. Let's Let hit me, you with the first um, one. I need to get. I want to get my timer ready because I almost. Oh, like half Always the time I forget, forget to time you. Set the timer. Uh, okay. This artist, this is the first question. This artist released two albums and an EP before getting signed to Columbia Nashville and releasing their third studio album in 2016 to large popularity. Many people would be inclined, would be inclined to believe that this is their first album because the previous work doesn't appear on streaming services due to them not being signed with Columbia Nashville yet. Ooh. 2016 debut. So, like, if we looked on Spotify right now, their 2016 album, it would ever, like, I didn't even, like, this is their first album. Okay. But apparently, they, they had made other stuff before this. Uh, and I will say that the, the other stuff they made, they made when they were significantly younger. I kind of like, Taylor, kinda like, like Taylor, how Taylor Swift made some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same. I shouldn't compare it to Taylor Swift, actually. I, I think I might have a decent guess here because I. I feel like I've heard something like this before, and I know Marin Morris's first album was 2016. I'm gonna guess Marin Morris. Bro, I hate you. How did you? Even... Oh yes! How did you... No, like seriously, I'm how? Good at this. I Let's hate go. you. I that was that was like scout. that was a that was a pretty obscure question. How did you get? Morin, Let's more, go. More. I said Morin. Because, um, Morris out of that. Well, I was thinking debut 2016. That narrows it down. Also That's thinking fair. like big, like big label artist. And I remember when I was prepping for the Marin album, like just doing a little bit of research on her. It talked a lot about her, how she was making a lot of music beforehand. And so mm, I didn't, I didn't know she had okay. two albums in an EP. But just for a first guess, I was like, okay, like first album was 2016. I feel like I've heard something about her doing music before. So I was like, Marin Moore. Let- I'm a little upset about that. But anyway, that's fair. That's fair. You were prepared. Even though you didn't you didn't know you were prepared, you were prepared. I will say it's kind of interesting. Um, I say I will say a lot, and that annoys me. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just interrupted, I just interrupted myself. Uh, it's kind of cool that... Um, she had, she had made two albums. I think the first one was when she was like 15. So like, she was pretty young. And I think the second one was shortly after that. 
And then she didn't actually, like, make anything again for, like, a decent amount of time. Um, but apparently, like, her parents, like, sold a bunch of furniture in their house for her yeah, to, she, like... Yeah, she... Oh, that, that's the other thing. I think she was a big... Uh, she sang a lot in the church. She sang a lot in, like, things. Everywhere. Yeah, she, she did a lot uh, of music before. Well, she... From what I read on... This is Wikipedia, mind you. I do most <laughs> of my research on Wikipedia, so I don't know how accurate this is. Um, but she, like, sang one time at, like, a karaoke party that was in her the salon that her parents owned and that her, like, that they worked in. And so, like, at the party, her dad was like, well, you could, you're actually pretty good at singing. And so then her dad encouraged her to, like, sing more and, like, do stuff like that. And so, like, she started doing, like, small shows and so, stuff and it kind of... And then she moved to Nashville eventually because she knew Casey Musgraves from the Texas scene because she had met her before. That's Casey was like, you should move to Nashville. And so then, and then, so they did. And then she was a songwriter. She'd written stuff. Uh, She had had some cuts on like, she, I think she had a cut on like uh, Tim McGraw's album that came out in 2014. I don't remember the name of it because I'm not that much of a Tim McGraw fan. Um, But yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. Can I know what the other two hints were? Um, Yeah, I will let you know. Um, Let me pull that up. In response, oh yeah, this was kind of interesting. I didn't know that she did this uh, until I looked at that. In response to the 2017 Las Vegas shooting, they re- they released or she released. So now that you know, she released "Dear Hate," which was a song that she written and recorded with Vince Gill, and all proceeds from that track went to the Music City Cares Fund. I would have got it there. I remember that. I really, know, I, know, wow. I know I've heard that song, so I, I feel like I would have got it there. Uh, I I I thought that was obscure because I didn't know about it. I guess I shouldn't base things on my own experience. <laughs> um, but well, the last one was just like a basic. This artist is known for uh, extremely popular <laughs> blended pop country music with hip hop and R and B influences. Yeah, well, not that I. I mean, I don't need those hints because I'm just that good, but. It's all right. cool. It's all cool right. knowing you did all the right. research. Like it's, I'm glad you took the time, even though you it's didn't it's it's, it's cool that you tried, Jaren. It's cool that you tried. But anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to the, the next, next one. one. We're going to the next one. We're going to the next right. one. I'm just gonna crack two. my back real quick. Hold on. I think this one might be a little bit harder, but then I'll say that, and you'll be like, you'll just get it, and I'll be <laughs> upset. All right. This artist grew up in Kernersville, North Carolina, and has a twin brother named Corey. They learned to play the guitar when sports injuries affected his. Oh, I just all right. It's a guy. <laughs> it's it affected his chances of a professional bas- baseball career. I messed myself up and I accidentally left the wrong. Uh, I typed the. I typed his gender. Um. Well, it's a guy. I mean, I guess I guess twins could be other genders, but I think naturally when you're yeah, saying, but I, I I went to boy. Um. So you didn't really like change my thoughts. That's fair. Um, North Carolina, a twin named Corey. Wanted to play baseball from Carolina. Yo, Ms. Lizzie McAlpine just started auto playing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, and I've been forgetting to time you. It's all good. Like I don't. Look at me go. I feel like we've had a question before about someone in North Carolina. And I just don't know um, my that's Carolina. That's because a decent amount of folk. a decent amount of stars are from the Carolinas. I know? need to know. I need to know who's from where. Because honestly speaking, right when I hear Carolina, the only one I really think of. Is uh, w- usually, when I give these kind of hints, it's because I can't. I, it's hard for me to find other hints that without giving the artist away. 
And so that's kind of why I have to default. To Cole like Swindell's. I don't like giving these hints, but sometimes I just kind of have to. I, 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 Luke Combs, Carolina. No. He is from North Carolina, I think. Or South. So, I think he's from one of those, but I'm that's pretty wrong. sure it's North Carolina. Baseball. I need a um, All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. Second clue is in 2018, this artist began dating Lauren Bushnell. Or Bushnell. I don't know how you pronounce that. The winner of the 20th season of The Bachelor. My favorite show. Just kidding. That's a joke. And they got engaged <laughs> yeah. on June 16th, 2019. So he married uh, Lauren Bushnell, the winner of the 20th season of The Bachelor. And they got engaged on June 16th. You know how much TV I watch. Yeah, so, so much. helps me a lot. <laughs> um... I just thought maybe you'd heard about it through social media or other people talking about it. Reading it, like, if you had given me this question, I probably wouldn't have gotten it either, but I I think I might have had an idea of who it was. I don't. Um... What, 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 kind of, what kind of country artist would name a... Sorry, what kind of... What kind of... Think of the kind of... A girl who's on The Bachelor and she won, right? She's on a Bachelor, you know? And... Like, what kind of country artist would she marry? I think is like I I'm thinking in that direction. I just don't yeah. know. Carolina. Just throwing out. You got a you got uh twelve seconds. Oh my gosh. Um. Don't 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 focus on the Carolina thing. <laughs> that doesn't really help you. I don't think. Bro, Dylan Scott. <laughs> Seems like no, someone that would date. I think that's a Carolina. I think that's a good guess, but not Dylan Scott. <sighs> All right, last hint. <laughs> My last hint, like I said, I sometimes it's harder to give clues for people. Um, I notoriously don't like this artist, and they have only one song that I genuinely enjoy. And I will, I will give you if I'll give you another add-on hint. I'll give you an additional hint after this one because that does, I feel like that doesn't help you too much. But you know you that I don't like only, them. <laughs> you only like one song. I can only think of one song by them that I like. And I'll, I'll give you the... It's kind of like the other half of that hint. The only song that I like by them was added to the What Are We Listening To playlist by you. The podcast playlist. Oh my gosh. I wish I had access to the playlist now. Ah, oh, but that'd be cheating. Are you telling me you don't have the playlist saved on your... On your uh, I don't have Spotify. <laughs> I know, but you can... You can still use it. You can. It'd be cheating if I pulled it. up the playlist now. Um, That's true. It'd be really awkward if I thought. No, okay, it's here. I had to check. I was like, wait a second. Is that the song and the person that? Because you know, when like, you said one song, I started. It's literally one song. Jimmy Allen, but it's not. Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> like one song by them. I won't time you on this one, but I'm going to give you a rough, like, hey, you got 20 seconds left. Yeah. You only... Man, that's messing me up. Okay, Evan, hurry up. I got right, Um, <laughs> I don't freaking know, so we're going to say... Chase Rice. 
Those those were all good guesses, but I don't no know dice. Chase rice no, or you could say no rice. <laughs> no dice, no <laughs> dice, my friend. Uh, yeah, that would do. Uh, uh, my brain is malfunctioning. That the answer was Chris Lane. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what what's the one song you like by him? Howdy. I actually kind of like Howdy. 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 What was Howdy. my additional hint gonna be? I I ended up giving it to you. I don't know why. Like my the additional hint was that his song was in one of. Oh, okay. okay was okay, in okay. the playlist. Okay, I'll admit defeat on that one. But that makes sense now. I mean, it always makes sense after you freaking hear it. But, yeah. the, uh, the, yeah. the clues weren't I had to be a little vague with some of them well yeah you have also, to otherwise it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's alright okay this one third final artist. artist got a big boy here <clears throat> a big boy in, in tw- <laughs> don't read into that <laughs> you say, sorry here, I'm, I don't have discord pulled up so just hearing you go a big boy just <laughs> your, vo- your voice it made me it caught me off guard it made me laugh it made me chuckle alright in total, this artist wrote over 1,000 songs and released dozens of albums. 1,000 songs what? And released dozens of albums. Like, they've just made a lot of music. Bro, see, right away, Willie Nelson has so many albums, and he keeps dropping. It's true. This he is true. keeps dropping music. This is true. So I'm just going to, first guess, I'm just going to, play it safe and i'm gonna come out and say willie nelson um incorrect okay all right all right get hype second second question second question second this name. artist was married twice and had five total children after their second spouse died they believed their only reason for living was making music they then died four months after their second spouse died so they're dead um. <laughs> uh, ooh, that's t- who was married twice, and like I the the only thing living for music that seems very outlaw. So now I'm thinking old, and I'm trying to think outlaw a little bit. Um, is Waylon Jennings dead? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't answer this question. I can't. I cannot answer this question. I have no comment. Oh, he did a lot of songs. With, but did Waylon Jennings do that many? Surely not, right? This album is a vibe. I'm listening to the album you recommended. It's yeah, good. it's good. It's good. It's good. Screw it. Waylon Jennings. Incorrect. <sighs> um, on to the third clue. Uh, I keep saying question. Hint. Clue. Whatever you may call it. All right. This artist died September 20th, sorry, September 12th, 2003 at the age of 71. 2003 was 71. So he's freaking old. I will say your first two guesses were close. Oh. I I I also own uh, some albums from this artist. Probably You own you own and my first few guesses were good. Yeah, I mean that's you're in the right kind of mindset, I think. 
you didn't guess Blake Shelton, so you're on. You're definitely. <laughs> um, who's in that outlier? I feel like when you hear this, it's and if you don't get it, I feel like it's gonna like. Um. When did Johnny Cash die? That might. I think that's a good guess. Your face, bro. Just makes me laugh. You said I'm in the right area. I, I, I need to time. Okay, you have five seconds. You said I'm in the right area. I even said I was going to time you. You said I'm in the right area. I know he was really old. I know he's dead. I'm going to say Johnny Cash. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I love how, like, I know I get it right. You barely. I'm with I hate you. Before, before <laughs> you say correct, it's just I hate you, and then I know I got it. <laughs> You, bar- you 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 barely got that one. You got that. I should have timed you. I should have timed you. Well, no, because yeah. I had it like 20 seconds before. I just had to explain. Myself. Oh, okay, 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 guys. He had it 20 seconds before. Okay, 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 okay. I actually knew from the first guess I was just playing with you. No. <laughs> I'm just playing with you, bro. I even knew Chris Lane was the answer to the last one. Yeah, I knew that. I'm just playing with you, bro. <laughs> Two out of three, not bad. I'll take it. Yeah. And Marin Morrison was kind of hype. I was upset that you got that. <laughs> Granted, that one it was supposed to be easier than the other two. So, so yeah. you got me on Chris Lane, though. Yeah, I actually, if you like, if you had been asking me these questions with the Johnny Cash thing, I I like to believe I would have gotten it. Um, maybe not off the first. What question. if I What if I run it next episode? Next episode, I'll take the reins for Who the Frick. I mean, if you want, you can. I'll I'll, I'll let you have. You'll be the uh, guest host. You'll be like Jeff. Yeah, uh, guest host of the week. I got it. We'll flip the script. Yeah. I got the next two. The frick. Let's go. Um. Cool. So two out of three, not bad. Let us know how you did in the comments below. Uh, thank you. Whatever does it makes me sad. (laughs) Thank you for joining (laughs) us uh, on episode twenty-six of the Waves on the Shore podcast. Um, Jaron, do you have anything else to say? Um. If y'all could slide into Evan's DMs and tell him to get his act together, um, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, no, you should. He's, you he's, should, you he's should. quite frankly, he's been slacking recently. I've it's been. Lacking. I've been carrying been, so been much bad. of the load, you know. I've it's actually been, been recording and editing all of the stuff for his uh, YouTube channel. Ah, uh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, for this channel. <laughs> no, I was even that then, was not really. Was, no, that's not because I'll be editing this as soon as we no, get off. No, I so. meant it. I meant it as overshore. Like that's what I, I was joking. I did. <laughs> if you've I'm been, not if actually, you, if you've been in charge of the content for the last two months, then maybe that explains why there is no content. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> maybe I'll just blame it on Jaren because Jaren's been responsible for everything for the last two months, guys. But uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 26 of Waves on the Shore. We will be back yeah, and, in two uh, weeks with a brand make sure new you, episode. Make sure you turn in, turn in, tune in uh, next week for episode 384 of the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs>